Well, hello, my friends, and good Friday morning to you. It is February 12th. My name is Roger, and once again, if you're joining us again, that is, uh, you found your way to the Barnabas Bridge. We're so thankful that you are, and I'll tell you what, I've been excited all week about uh, the passage that we're going to look at today, and I hope that you've hung out with us uh, throughout the whole week, and if not, you can sure go back and look at the previous messages, the the 10-minute morning encouragement each each and every day we do, Monday through Friday. And uh, we're going to get to the message today, and I'll tell you what, there's going to be a, a few different places I want to turn to in Scripture. And there, we've been asking a question all week, how is your prayer life? What does your prayer life look like? And then the question today is, how is your prayer life? Is it powerful? Now, I'll tell you what, that's a question that I want to clarify what I mean by that. Uh, because a powerful prayer isn't so much that we pray in big, uh, big allotments or uh, any, th- any type of rote prayer or anything that we might devise or think of as powerful. Our prayers as believers, a- as God's children through Christ, are powerful because of what God makes them. Just to get an idea and an understanding of what I mean by that, There's a couple passages in Scripture that I want to turn to. One is Isaiah 6, another is in Revelation 4, that describes the throne room of heaven. And that'll be important to us here in just a moment. So let's look in, and God Himself is describing what is going on in heaven right now. Not just in days gone past or days going in the future, but right now, every day, all the time, This is a description of what's going on in heaven surrounding the throne of God. In Isaiah chapter 6, this is a description right now of what's happening. And there is many, many people, beings, that are going around the throne saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Likewise, in Revelation chapter 4, The description is this, again, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to Him who sits on this throne and who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before Him, those who sit on the throne, and worship Him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. (laughs) I don't know if I can properly give this image to you from reading it. And I hope that you look into the scripture yourself and start considering and just kind of sit there Maybe just in those two passages, but there's more that you can look up as well to describe what is going on in heaven right now. In the throne room of God, it's an event that is everlasting, always has been, and will be forevermore. The reason I want to make a big deal out of what's going on in the throne room of heaven is because do you know that your prayer is powerful? Because God has invited you to speak to Him at His throne. While we walk the face of this earth, our prayers are lifted right into that scene. 
where all the heavenly bodies are saying, holy, 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 when we sit down and we pray, our voice is joined in there as well. It's true. I want to read you a passage from Hebrews chapter 10 that verifies what I'm saying. It says, Brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place, that is, the throne room of God, and it happens because of the blood of Jesus Christ. It says, By a new and living way, open for us through the curtain that is His body. And since then we have a great high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near to God with our prayers and with a sincere heart and full assurance of our faith. Is your prayer powerful? If you are sons and daughters of the Most High through Jesus Christ, they are more than powerful. When we utter them, they are lifted to the throne room of God. And I tell you what, I don't know about you, but that just blows me away. And I hope it does you too. I want to look at the passage that's on your screen, and if you're listening by podcast, it's James chapter 15. 13 through 18, and it talks about the prayer life, the power, the reason, the, the, the thing that we should do in all of our life, the, the reason that we've spent all week looking at prayer and why Scripture tells us it, over and over and over again, this conversation that we're having with God is the thing that transports us out of any trouble, out of any concern, out of any worry that we might have on this side of heaven. In that passage of James chapter 5, beginning in verse 13, it starts out like this, Is any one of you in trouble? He should pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. Is there anyone who are sick? Call on the elders of the church to pray over him, and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he'll be forgiven and therefore confess your sins too with each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed because the prayer of the righteous are powerful and effective. Isn't that wonderful? If you're sick, pray. If you're happy, pray. If someone comes to you with a concern, pray. Everything, pray. And let your voice be heard on the throne room of God. This understanding of the prayers of the righteous. I, all week long I've, I've kind of suggested a, maybe assignments for you to read further. Uh, understand what the righteous person is and, and read into Romans chapter 5, would you? Take time and look through that and, and then analyze your life through that as well. But know that if you are righteous before God, then you are also part of the promise of Psalm 34 that says, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their prayer. Just imagine that, folks. God on His throne, waiting to hear from us. Why did we spend all week on prayer? Why does Scripture tell us over and over and over again, pray? No matter what the situation, no matter where you're at, no matter what is going on, pray, 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 and the ears of God are attentive to what we say. 
I love this passage in James because we're all in this together and we're going through this life. And if I have a concern, I want to be able to call you and say, pray for me, please. And I hope that you feel comfortable contacting us at the Barnabas Bridge and saying, this is a prayer that we have. And, and if you were here a couple of days ago, you know that I'm going to have Angie put it on her little yellow tablet. And that little prayer warrior is going to be praying for you too. James says, whatever it is, Talk to each other and pray. I, I want to share one more thing with this passage that I think is just so cool that God puts it in here. Almost out of the blue, out of nowhere. It says, the prayers of the righteous are powerful and effective. And then he starts talking about Elijah, who you know in the Old Testament was one of the leading figures of all of Christian, all of the Bible, all of God's Word, Elijah. And it says, Elijah was a man just like us. <laughs> It's almost laughable to consider that God says, Elijah is just like Roger. It might be for you too. But what he's saying is, it isn't the power of the person that makes his prayers powerful and effective, but it is God's promise to hear and act. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. But again, when he prayed, the heavens gave up rain, and the earth produced its crop. <laughs> I think the application for us today, folks, is that, is prayer a big deal? Well, let me ask you this question. Why on earth would we be satisfied operating on the limitations of this world when we can raise our voices up to the throne room of God and enter into the beautiful, eternal story that He has promised. Man, I hope this has been a good week for you, considering prayer, and I hope that you're like me, and you've looked at your life, and you've read these passages, and I just see there's room to grow. But I hope that you take encouragement, knowing that God is attentive. And right now, as all the heavenly hosts are singing, Holy, 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 when you and I bow our heads, our voices are going to be heard there as well. What a promise. Let's pray. Let's lift our voices to heaven. Dear God, Father, <laughs> to imagine what is going on in heaven right now, but amidst all the holy, holy, holies, my voice is being heard as well. It's much, much more than I can absorb or imagine. But as you say, someday I'll see clearly and I just won't be able to believe it. So God, be with my friends and be with all my loved ones in this week that we've grown in our prayer life, that we understand how much you love us, that the cross and the promise of the open grave has become more real and more prevalent in our lives. We thank you, God, and we love you. And we offer all these things up in the name of our great high priest, Jesus Christ. Amen. Folks, we'll see you soon. Please come back Monday. We'll have a new conversation then. Take care and have the best weekend you've ever had. God bless.